Welcome to the Intimate Conversations with Deatra Simpson podcast, where we talk about relationships, spirituality, life lessons, and all things that are possible. Today, we're going to talk about not just taking offense, but what happens to us when we take the position of being offended. And the reason why this comes up for me is because recently, I have been challenged with whether or not I'm going to take on offense. And when I find myself in that mode of being even somewhat available to being offended, of how easy it is to be consumed with the narration of that offense and how that narration of the offense can plague your heart and use up your energy and take advantage of your time. And when you looked up, you've lost a piece of you. The thing about taking on offense is that you have to exchange your authentic self in order to wear that garment. So the question then becomes for me, is that garment worth the price of my authentic self? And then why would I be willing to wear that garment anyway? What satisfaction would I get from wearing that garment? What would that garment say about me? What would it create in my life? And not just my external life with other people, but what would it create inside of me? What world would I have to live in in order to wear that garment? See, I believe that When offense comes around, let's act like offense is a person. When offense comes around, it moves quickly. It gains our buy-in quickly because it knows how to take facts from here and take facts from there and put it together. And it'll make it seem so true because some parts of what is being displayed to us is true. But then it miss certain pieces. And then you find yourself in the web of lies that offense can create. Or we render ourselves defenseless to offense. In my process, I made a conscious decision that I wanted to be stretched by this experience, that I wanted to grow through the pains of this experience, that I wanted to show up in my authenticity and in my truth and in my professionalism of who I know that I can be What I've learned to be true is how imperative it is to be conscious in these moments because offense will rob you of your conscious state of thinking, of your conscious state of being. It will take you into your past. It will take you into a future that you have not met. It will take you into a world inside of you that is dark, that is lonely, that is fused with with anger and greed and self-righteousness. See, offense is our enemy. And the weird or the difficult thing about offense is that because our brain is wired to help us to protect ourselves, it is attracted to offense. And it's not attracted to offense for any other reason that it wants to keep us safe. Our brain wants to keep us safe. So it will attach itself to offense so that we can then create beliefs that will protect us. But these beliefs then turn against us and we become isolated to those beliefs and estrange 
from our authentic self. Now, what do we do here in this place of offense? One of the questions that I ask myself is like, what what do I gain? What do I gain? Other than like this sense of self-righteousness, other than this sense of, I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's all about me. I don't care about you. And you get that momentary satisfaction of letting the other person know how much they don't matter to you. But do you really gain something from that when that person really matters a great deal to you? Did you really win? And if you've won, what did you win? What did you gain? And I have to ask myself that. What would I gain if I lean into this offense? Yeah, like feeling right about something. That feeling of being right can only last for so long, can only fulfill me for so long before I realize that the relationship wasn't worth the feeling that is so temporary around being right. And like, what does being right really mean? What does it mean in the context of a relationship that's valuable to you in your life? How does being right become superior to the intimacy or the companionship or the closeness or the laughter or the joy or the sense of comfort when you come together with somebody who gets you, who knows you? How does being right become more important than the relationship? Or how does being angry or resentful or justified by your pain become more important than the relationship? What happens when your anger subsides? What happens when you get to a place when you no longer care about being right or wrong? You just miss the essence of that relationship. One of the things that COVID has taught me is how much I value relationship and how privileged I am to have the relationships I have in my life. And not just that, but the opportunity to demonstrate my transparency of the value that I place on that relationship. Now, mind you, I'm not talking about putting somebody on a pedestal, but I'm talking about putting the essence of quality relationship on a pedestal because we're all here to be in relationship to each other to everything. We're all connected. And so when we operate as if we're in a silo of, or, or if we operate as if we were destined to be alone and by ourselves and alone, or I'm solo bolo, that's so incongruent to how we were created. We are internally wired to be connected to others. And I remember tripping myself up about like, no, I don't need nobody. It don't matter. I'm living my life. I'm out here by myself. It's nothing. You can't trust nobody. And like how that took me into an isolation, into a depression, into a loneliness that I walked right into because I didn't realize that those words and affirming those words with my behavior and how I interacted with others and what that brought upon me in my life or what offense brought upon me when I decided to wear that garment. What offense taught me is that the only thing it can do is to create a burden and a yoke around my neck. Because when we practice taking on offense in our life, it does not give us relief. The only relief that comes through offense is when we're venting to someone about it. But even that is not a true 
relief. It's a momentary pleasure, which is not the same thing as relief. When I have relief from something, I walk away lighter. I walk away cleaner. I walk away clearer. But offense does not offer relief, at least not a relief that is sustainable, at least not a relief that is soothing for the soul and the spirit and the mind. It does not offer peace. It does not offer joy, but it offers fear and torment. And it causes every little thing that you pick up on to pile up inside of you and to pile up on your heart and to pile up on your mind and to pile up on your spirit and to pile up on you on you physically because that's what offense does it weighs you down it becomes the ton of bricks that you are anchored to where have you taken offense on in your life where you have been so intentional about holding on to something. And the reason why you're holding on to it is because that demonstrates for you the value that it has in your life or the value of the fact that you will never allow it to happen in your life. But you keep finding that in some way it keeps showing up for you. And you wonder like, why does this situation keep showing up? Why do I keep finding myself in something like this? It's because it's time for you to face that offense. It's time for you to face yourself and admit that this offense is not working. It's just dragging you down. It's causing you pain. It's burdening you. It's a yoke around your neck. It's heavy and you're tired of carrying it. Your back is hurting. Your shoulders is hurting. Your neck is hurting. You're strained. You're stressed. You're looking for relief. You can't find it anywhere because Relief comes in the exchange of the offense. Like if you are ready to release the offense, then relief is waiting for you. But you will not receive relief unless you let go of the offense. Now, what is the message of the offense for you in the first place? What is the message that you need to communicate that is being restricted because you're holding too tight to the offense? Let the offense inform you inform you of your heart condition. Why is your heart in the place that it's in? What got your heart here? Do you like where your heart is? Do you like the things that you meditate on? Are you tired of running and avoiding and trying to to play this game with yourself just to live throughout the day, just to show up in your day? Are you tired Are you worn out by carrying the anger and carrying the pain and carrying the frustration and carrying the resentments and the grudges? And I don't care what nobody say. How is that serving you in your life today? Where is it leading you in your relationships? Are you able to get what it is that you need in your life by driving from that place? What is offense really giving you? Does that garment really feel that good? Because in my mind and in my experience, offense is itchy. All it got me doing is itching all day. Itching for comfort, but not able to find it. Itching for peace, but not ever to experience it. Itching for joy, but there's no laughter inside. Itching for belonging and togetherness, but it won't allow for me to have it. Itching to be my authentic self, yet preventing me from choosing me. Is that a garment worth wearing? The other thing about offense is that you think, well, I'm just mad at this person. I'm just holding it against 
this person, it don't have nothing to do with nobody else. And it's not true. Offense has no respect of person. When you have offense in your heart, when you have offense in your heart, let me say this again. When you have offense in your heart, no matter what, it shows up in every area of your life, even if it's subtle, even if it's all, but you know, it don't really show up that much. So I'm not tripping. I'm able to clean that up. But what impact, what wear and tear is it having on other relationships that have nothing to do with what caused that offense for you? Now I'm talking about this again because I've been tempted to take on offense. I mean, don't you know who I am? Don't you know the gift and the calling that's on my life? Don't you know I could easily take myself from you? I don't gotta be here. I don't gotta do this. I don't gotta do that. What you mean? It's nothing to me. I don't even like the way that sound coming out of my mouth anymore. It is something to me. It do matter to me. Whoever is on the other side of this temptation matters to me more than wearing this itchy garment called offense that robs me of my sleep, that robs me of my peace, that robs me of my joy, that robs me of belonging. All of these things matter to me in my daily life. I intentionally cultivate togetherness in my world. Relationships are so valuable to me that I'm not willing to risk it even if something hurt my feelings. But the reality of something hurting my feelings is just about my ego being bruised. My ego is sensitive and it can be hurt. And when my ego get hurt, it throws a temper tantrum inside of me. And it tells me, girl, let's act a fool because they done did it this time. They want it, they gonna get it. And then where does that leave us? Where does that leave you? Do it get us any closer to resolution? Do it get us any closer to understanding? Do it get us any closer to the other side of that trial in our life? Offense is such a level of deceit and trickery because it plays with our minds. It plays with our emotions. It plays with our body with regard to like what shows up in our body. It compromises everything that matters to us on the inside of us first before it ever impacts the other person on the other side of the offense. And it's interesting because it's like we we fool ourselves into thinking that when I'm offended, I'm hurting the other person. And you may be in fact hurting the other person, but even in that you have to first hurt yourself before you can hurt the other person. Because anytime I have to deny, reject, or sacrifice myself in place of something like an offense, I have hurt myself. I've become violent towards me. I remember saying to another coach about a young lady, I said, she's in a verbally abusive relationship with herself. How do we help her to come out of that abusive relationship? Because as long as she's in an abusive relationship with self, all she'll do is attract abusive relationship in her life because she'll attract to her what she creates in herself. So if you're needing understanding and it's all about you and it's all about what you want even though you may not even be clear about what you need but it's all about what you want and it's all about being right 
and it's all about being puffed up, then I ask you to go to the mirror, look yourself in the eye, look yourself in the eye and have a conversation with you about this offense that you've been carrying. And I want you to witness you in your truth. Even if your truth is you seeing reflected back to you a hardness, because that hardness will just let you know that your heart has gotten hard. And anytime the heart gets hard, then love can't go in, nor can love go out. So then I want you to ask yourself, is this hardness working for me? Is it giving me what I need? Is it fulfilling me? And I just want you to look yourself in the eye. Don't get to playing with your hair and checking your lipstick or I want you to look yourself in the eye and say, is this offense giving me everything that I thought it would? Or is this offense taking something from me? What is it robbing me of? Are you even at the place where you can look at yourself in the eye? Or are you, or is it hard for you to look at you that you don't even want to look at you that has been so long that you've seen you that you don't even know if you can handle looking in your own eyes. And if that's you, I want to let you know that there is a way out. There is a way of escape for you, but it's going to require something of you in exchange. And it's going to require for you to surrender the offense, surrender the offense and go through a forgiveness process where you just allow yourself to be vulnerable and transparent with yourself. Make an account of every person's name. Make an account of everything that happened. Make an account of how those things impacted you. And then make an account of what was your part. And then after that, what did you gain? Did you gain anything from those experiences? Because sometimes we get so caught up in the pain that we miss the value or we miss the gift or we miss the gem or we miss the tool or we miss the lesson because we got so caught up in the pain. So what did you gain? And then the other thing is, is are you willing to forgive? Now, I want to tell you that forgiveness is a process. And that for some things you may have to forgive over and 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 over again. And then other things you may be able to put to rest once you forgive. So there's different measures for how deep that resentment or how deep that offense has penetrated into your heart and how far spread those roots have gone inside of your heart. So you may have to keep forgiving and pulling up that root and forgive again and pull up that root some more until it doesn't have that impact on you anymore. What I will tell you is that you are worth the work to take off the garment of offense. You deserve to have joy. You deserve to have peace. You deserve to have grace and mercy and love, but you got to know that you deserve that. I could want that for you, but you have to know that you deserve it because life is only going to give you what you ask for. So if you ask for offense, it's going to give you something to be offended about. But if you ask for love, then it's going to send love your way. But you need to be in a position to be able to see, hear, and understand what love is. Because you can't have offense and love in the same place. One cancels the other out. They come with different principles. Offense does not have any love in it. And love does not have any offense in it. So they can't 
coexist together. So I encourage you to decide for yourself today. Do you want the garment of love? And if you do, let's explore what that garment feels like. What comes along with that garment? And we're talking about an unconditional love. A love that is not about how you perform because you cannot earn it. So what would that garment feel like? What would it look like? And which one would you rather wear? The garment of love or the garment of offense? Thank you for joining me for another episode of Intimate Conversations with Deatra Simpson. It's been a privilege and an honor to reveal myself to you. And I look forward to our next conversation. Until then, take care of you.